from the logo. The logo. That's the only thing that counts, and I mean literally a logo shot. Hey, 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 everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to Hoops and Cards, a podcast for basketball card collectors and investors. Just basketball. I mean, sometimes I'll talk about baseball and maybe you'll think about soccer and you'll watch a football game, but we we talk only uh, frequently about basketball card NBA players, their, their performances, their values, cards that are hot, cards that are not. In fact, today I want to launch a new theme show or a new theme element of our podcast called Who's Hot and Who's Not. And just to look at the last five games or so and say, this guy is trending up. Or look at the last five and say, this guy is not. (laughs) This guy is not where we thought he would be. Some guys had their, maybe their breakout games last night. And in the NBA, and Wednesday night, there were so many games, breakout points, even Frank Kaminsky got into the action. So I'm excited to be with you here for uh, another fantastic, fun-filled episode. And uh, yeah, let's get after it. Before we dig in, dive in, jump in, fall in, back our way in to talking about NBA players and card values and things that we're seeing in the market or we hope to see in the market, it's just been a week here uh, at Hoops and Cards. I have had uh, bronchitis, so my voice has been raspy, I've been coughing a lot, Uh, nobody thinks it's COVID, but... I'm taking antibiotics and uh, drinking lots of liquids and trying to sleep better. Hope you're getting getting sleep. I found out that you know sometimes when we release a podcast episode, there's there's really no bad time to do it because some of you listeners, I'll release it at six a.m. where you live, and others at six at night or eighteen hundred whatever you call it, that we have listeners in 43 countries. I can't believe that. That is so awesome that people from Germany, Thailand, Philippines, United Kingdom, France, United States, Canada, Mexico, all over the, all over the world, Australia, shout out, New Zealand, what? Probably listening to this in the, um, the, you know, the, the mountains of Middle Earth for all I know, and uh, it just goes to show you how fast news and and resources like this can travel. Our desire is to add value, encouragement, fun, ideas, perspectives, sometimes just a a friend. Guys, I love interacting with you, Uh, guys and gals, on at Hoops and Cards at Instagram, and uh, also on our email, hoopsandcardspodcast at gmail.com. Now we have a Discord channel. If you guys, any of you Discord, go on Discord and search for Hoops and Cards. Send me a note there, Hoops and Cards, Gary, and I will make sure you get in on our Discord, our conversations. There's probably 12 uh, channels or uh, chat rooms. I don't even know what to call them. Channels, topics, areas that we can discuss 
when it comes to basketball and the card market. And some of those have to do with new releases. In fact, I went to tops.com today because thank you, Lucas Tigers and Bronze. They mentioned that they have released a limited edition or for a limited time only Bowman next card of Mikey Williams. And you might be saying, who's Mikey? Is he the guy that ate life cereal back in the commercials? No, Mikey Williams is one of the best basketball players in high school these days. He's a junior in high school at Vertical Academy, I believe. And uh, he is becoming a global icon with 3 million Instagram followers and signed a multi-year deal with Puma and also a deal with Excel. So he's He's taking advantage, really, and I would too, of now as an amateur, non-pro athlete, you can make money off of your own name, image, and likeness. And uh, I think he released his own NFT, so that's pretty cool. NFT, does that mean non-fungible token, or does it mean no free throws? I'm I'm confused. I think it's the non-fungible thing that you'll all have to explain it to me, even though I was in on Top Shot earlier. But I bought some uh, Mikey Williams cards at tops.com. I think they, they're they probably done, but they're also uh, announcing or making available other high school players there that, uh, I don't know. I'm just saying there's going to be more creative new card options for everybody, let alone for amateur athletes, guys not in the NBA. And I think that's great. And uh, in fact, to kind of celebrate, I broke down and opened the wax. I ripped open my Chronicles draft picks. I had five of their value packs that I got last week at Target. And uh, they've been sitting there. I thought, you know what? There's a better chance this these will be worth more in a year or two. And then, and then I'll resell them. But I'm like, man, I'm, in, I'm near Cleveland. We got Evan Mobley, Cade Cunningham starting to play well. There's a chance I'm getting an auto or a silver. I'm ripping these things. So I ripped open some Chronicles draft picks value packs. Can you blame me? And uh, I just remember how fun it is to rip wax and the smell of new cards. Do you ever smell the? What do they put in there to make it such an addictive smell? Shot clock off. Garland fires at the buzzer. Got it! Darius Garland alone. Who's hot and who's not? Who's hot, who's not? Who's hot, who's not? Who's hot? Yeah, we're going to talk about players and cards right now here in November 12th. Who's hot and who's not? Let me start with who's hot. Two guys from this current rookie card class, right? Guys that their prism is already out. Their optic is already out. They are starting and performing at a high level and it's and they are just blowing up. I think their values are too. Their card values. Anthony Edwards is right up there. This is my guy. Who's hot? Anthony Edwards, the Ant-Man. I have barely invested in him. Uh, He's on my to-do list, on my task list. My man is averaging, was averaging 23, 24 a game. Blew up for 48 the other night. 
in a loss, but when a guy shows that he can score at that level and at that kind of volume, and dude is what, 20 years old. Friends, I, you know, it's one thing to be in Minnesota on a non-playoff team. It's another thing to be carrying his game and his team to that kind of level that uh, that people will want to watch. One of the differences between him and Carl Anthony Towns is people from other cities, when the when the T-Wolves are in town, they're not saying, oh, we got to get to the game tonight because we get to see a, a center who can shoot threes. Wow, yay, and block a couple shots. No. What sells tickets is when Anthony Edwards is in town and he could drop 30, 40, 50 on us tonight, but it would be epic. It would be so fun to watch this fiery youngster with potential to dominate a game and the best player in his class. I think he's proving that at least for right now he is certainly the best scorer in his class. Anthony Edwards is hot. Cards are valuable. Um, and I'm, usually I would say, don't buy when a guy is hot. Don't buy his cards. However, I only see this continuing. You know, barring any injuries, Anthony Edwards is going to continue to rise. He looks like an all-star. I'll revise my Western Conference list. He's, he's doing it. He is, and I'm not reacting to one game. I'm reacting to last season he was doing it. Now he's just a man. And uh, going to be so fun to watch this young man's career develop. Anthony Edwards, uh, don't rush in and overpay for his cards, but do keep your eyes open because some people know he's good. They still have him somewhere behind LaMelo for whatever reason. And I think that's crazy. Who's not? Who's not hot? Who's not just doing it right now and card values are pausing or going down. I I was going to pick a player for this first one, but I'm just going to say the Atlanta Hawks. Boy, after that uh, deep playoff run where they had all that swagger and those big, big hits by Trey Young and big wins, the Hawks in the last 10 games are three and seven. Trey Young looks less than improved. Let's just put it that way. DeAndre Hunter came back and he's had like a good minute. And then he's just been terrible. Cam Reddish, blah. I don't think this team knows what it is, what it has, or where it's going. And uh, I'm just glad I'm not a Hawks fan right now. You know, you look around the league and you see the last 10 games, the Cavaliers <laughs> are 7-3, and three, beating teams they shouldn't beat. And the Hawks are 3-7, and seven, losing to teams they shouldn't lose to. I don't get it. Trey Young's card values. You know, I've got a card listed on eBay of Trey Young's rookie prism card number 78. I I like it as an investment still. And uh, somebody sent me a a, a low ball offer and I'm like, are you kidding me? Look what that card's worth. I I had my inner like punk reaction. And then I looked at what it's been selling for. Trey Young's cards are down. After buying season's over, Trey Young's cards are going down. Why? You know, because number one, their base cards overproduced, overgraded. Number two, the Hawks are playing terrible. Do I expect this to last? No. Is it part of being a young team that's struggling to find themselves in the beginning of the season when the secret's out on them? They're not, you know, not going to surprise anybody this year. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. But they don't have a lot of veteran leadership. They don't have a, 
<clears throat> for whatever. They don't have direction and balance to their team. And Clint Capella's been bad. Does that mean it's a buying opportunity for Reddish, Hunter, and Young? I'm not, I'm not buying the first two because there's other players to focus on. But Trey Young might be a buy right now. The Hawks are not hot. And if you're listening, Atlanta, we fully expect you to pick it up tonight, whoever you play, and beat them by 30. So go for it. Right now, you're not. Yeah, OG, you can't get away with the bully ball. Not in here with Maxi. Hey, guys, what you can get away with is more content, joining the team here at Hoops and Cards, and a community that is behind you, supporting you as you invest and collect in basketball cards. That's Hoops Plus. I would love for you to join Hoops Plus. In fact, you can just go right now to anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe. And for the price of less than a quarter pounder, you can get a full month every month of awesome more episodes, membership, exclusive access to some of our Discord channels for members, prizes each month. And you get to be a part of this team supporting me and Hoops and Cards and what we do. Guys, we are relentless throughout this NBA season, throughout bronchitis, throughout football, whatever else is going on. This is about Hoops Plus. There's also a link to join in the show notes today. But yes, it is time for you to take the plunge, especially as we head towards the holidays and Christmas and the NBA becoming center focus in the new year. So Hoops Plus, join it today, guys. And now we move on to, before we go on to more of the who's hot and who's not, really a chance to think through some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Hey, Gary, this is Nathaniel from Portland, Oregon, with another question for you. Um, I'm really enjoying this rookie class, and I wondered if you could rank the last five rookie classes in terms of who you think the most uh, talented group is and what are the best investments, uh, which I think is particularly relevant if we were to buy some sealed wax. Um, I'm thinking 2018 is number one and 2020 is the bottom, but I'm not sure where to put the other classes. Thanks. Nathaniel, dude, it's great to hear from you again. Thanks for uh, listening to the show and for your question. Yeah. Uh, the rookie classes, let me say this. He raises a great uh, point for all of us. The idea of buying wax, that is sealed boxes of basketball cards from the last five years, the last five rookie classes. We even talked today about some of the you know, guys that have uh, been surprising in different rookie classes. I mean, Tyrese Maxey was picked 21st. Not sure why he slipped so far, but a lot of teams be regretting that. When you buy a box of sealed 2020 Prism cards, number one, you've got something that is, the pop count is gradually going down as people open their boxes and sealed wax is becoming more valuable by the day, week, month. And you have the potential in there of not only LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, you know, the big name rookies, but also the potential of any rookies that have eventual breakouts. And, you know, that that guy, maybe it's like a Giannis or a, a Julius Randle, some guy that a few years after the draft becomes a stud 
And that's that guy winds up being the reason people are buying that that, that box. There may be players in that 2020 rookie, Zeke Naji. You know, who knows? He had 19 points the other night. There are players that that people don't, that you and I, even though we're like <clears throat> full on listening to a Hoops and Cards podcast and we're trying to find the next great player, you know, uh, in five years, when you look at a 2020 box of Prism, there might be someone in it that, that right now we don't even care about, that, that we're not even thinking of, you know. Um, is it Kenyon Martin Jr.? Is it Alexei Pokazhevsky? Is it Jaden McDaniels? You know, who is it? And, uh, you know, the potential of all those silver parallel autos of those players. Wow, wow, wow. So great question about that. In fact, here's the deal, guys. I am going to do a uh, ranking and evaluation of each of the last five rookie classes as a series upcoming on Hoops and Cards. So, Nathaniel, I'm not going to answer your question, man. I'm going to say great point about Wax, and let's answer the question over the course of a series, ranking the rookies of 2017, 18, 19, 20, and 21. And I actually have already done a lot of this uh, breakdown looking at the top 10 rookies right now in each class, and then others who would be on the list that you might want to get. And then assigning grades or evaluation to each player, at least where they're at right now as a player or where it looks like they're going. So all-star, rotation player, starter, you know, giving them points then based on that and saying, all right, you know, this isn't a science, but it looks like, right, these, this is how we'd evaluate these rookies and this is how we would appear, compare the classes. The other thing I think that should be factored in, Nathaniel and uh, Hoops and Cards friends, would be uh, the price of some of those boxes, the price of the sealed wax. Because obviously a sealed blaster box of Prism 2018, the chance of pulling a Luca out of there, you know, Trey, DeAndre Ayton, all that stuff, uh, and, the, and the scarcity of those makes them more expensive, right, than than this year's prism. So we'll look at the price and, and uh, evaluate each of the rookie classes. What's the best deal on wax. So thank you for the idea. And uh, yeah, listener feedback. Gotta love it. Guys. Friends, before I say the next who's hot, you got to understand something about this show. Hoops and Cards, I am not trying to be Mr. Unbiased Objective Evaluator of Basketball Players and the Card Market. I am, t- I am telling you who I am, <laughs> who some of my favorites are, what teams I'm rooting for. I, j- I can't escape that. I, it, it clouds my judgment and I don't apologize for it, but I do say that's a weakness in me. And so sometimes there are players or teams that I don't scout as hard or that I don't acknowledge as much or I don't know as you know as much about or I'm not like as pumped up about. And the next guy who's hot is is one of those guys that uh, to me is a villain on the West Coast that I don't get to watch much but his team is the hottest team in the NBA. Surprising with all their injuries and all their struggles. He is the hottest player in the NBA and it hurts me to say but at the same time his cards his game, his MVP push, Steph Curry. 
Steph Curry. Guys, Steph Curry. Long-term buy, short-term buy, I don't care. Buy and hold on. The way I collect PC LeBron long-term because I enjoy him and because I know the values are going to be at least okay as he goes on to the Hall of Fame and a career afterwards that's going to be in the public eye. Everything I could say about LeBron is true of Steph Curry. And yet Steph is healthy. Steph's averaging 29 a game, capable of 50 or 60 at any moment. Steph's performing like that with who knows which guy for him is going to step up. Jordan Poole is up and down. Andrew Wiggins, one night he has seven points. The next night it's 35. I don't... Some guys don't even show up. Like Draymond barely scores. And yet Steph Curry is continuing to just dominate and frustrate and entertain. And so I would say, dude, dude is hot. Golden State is hot. It's puzzling because no Clay, no James Wiseman, barely using Jonathan Kuminga. And they're just dominant. Who's hot? Golden State. Who's hot? Yes, Steph Curry and Steph Curry cards. It's only going to get hotter, you guys, as he continues on this season. So look for deals in his rookie card. If you see any rookie cards, tops or tops chrome that are raw, that's got to be hard to turn down if you can see it, hold it, grade it, that kind of thing. Who's hot? Curry. No, no wonder. I mean, like, by the speaking of Curry, um, when my wife and I got engaged, we used to go to this this um, Middle Eastern restaurant that served all different types of curry, and they would ask you before the order, "How hot do you want it? Scale of one to ten. One is you barely notice. Ten is you're dead as you walk out. It's that hot." And I would probably order like a five or a six. Well, Steph Curry right now is a fifteen, and. Uh, you know, hoops and cards, I gotta keep it real. I don't enjoy watching it, but it's pretty impressive. Steph Curry's the man. Nuggets have five on four. And Jokic. Oh no! No! Who's not? You know, I go to another guy who, uh, I, I would have said was a buy. I would have said is an MVP candidate and having a great season and blah, 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 blah. He was right there just five days ago. And now, the more I think about you, Nikola Jokic, listen to me. Uh, no matter what you guys thought of that whole incident with Markeith, if you saw that, Nikola, uh, after getting shoved or bumped, and it was a cheap shot by Markeith Morris, but for Jokic to, to like stomp towards... Uh, Morris and like elbow him hard in the lower back and knock him to the ground. Here, here's what that wasn't. That wasn't leading your team. That wasn't what an MVP does. That wasn't how a playoff contender keeps his composure. I think there was a lot more frustration coming out there than just the moment in Markeith. Jokic is the only constant on a team that's lost Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and a bunch of games. And and some players, <clears throat> Steph Curry, are able to carry the load, not just scoring-wise, but leadership-wise, when, when their teammates are down. And what the Joker did got me thinking about, number one, what's not hot right now is the Nuggets. 
not real sure that they're a deep playoff contender with when they're healthy, maybe, right? To do that again, Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray. And, and boy, they did it a couple years ago, at least made it to the conference finals. But, but look, if, if you are lacking that kind of stability, that kind of self-control, that kind of leadership, uh, ouch. You know, I, I've kind of viewed Jokic as a stable player, stable investment. Look, he just shows up every game, punches the clock, 28 points, 8 assists, 10 rebounds. Like, he might still do that, but the Nuggets are down. The players around him aren't really stepping up. Like, Will Barton can have a good game or two, but come on. Come on. Who's not? Like, who's not? And it's not just the Nuggets. It's, it's where I'm at with Jokic as an investment, you guys. See, when, when he does that and when their team is in that position, I say, uh, number one, that's a bad look for fans that like me that maybe would have invested in your cards. Number two, that's not going to help with your MVP votes. Number three, you lost. You got, you're out a game at least. You're out. You should have been out five to ten games if you ask me. But like, there, there's no real like exciting moment on the horizon for the Joker. Okay. He's a boring center that produces and throws temper tantrums on a team that's not going anywhere. So, on one hand, are his cards down? Is he going to be an MVP candidate? Maybe. On the other hand, right now, he's not. Not. So when I recorded this and and did a little bit of reading and research for this episode, I made a list of guys that, <clears throat> you know, who's hot and who's not. And then this bronchitis thing kicked in and I wasn't able to record it last night. And one of the guys that I was going to talk a lot about ended up stepping up in a major, major way. I would I would contend it was an epic way. You know, we talk about when players are injured injured, or some guys right now out with COVID, you know, COVID is hitting the league pretty hard. The leg. Have you had COVID? Coronavirus where you're at? Yeah. Joel Embiid, Chris Middleton. There's, there's a, a number of big name players that have been out this season because of it. And so the guy that was on my mind as who's hot just like threw gas on the fire, just said, I want a 12 on the Curry Heat Index. Tyrese Maxey. Guys, he's he's the one that at Saturday's card show, you know, just five days ago, I was walking around looking at dollar box deals, looking in uh, boxes of just loose cards from this year, cards that weren't in the case, cards that weren't graded, to find the guys that were looking for, were, I were, I was looking for, were young guys that had scoring opportunities. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Cole Anthony, Tyrese Maxey. I found a bunch of Tyrese Maxeys. The select rookies were cheaper, but I found some deals on Prisms. I pulled my Prism Silver off of eBay. I'm not selling that because I believe Tyrese Maxey is a superstar. He's, he's the superstar coming out party, really. 31 points. On Tuesday night, 
33 points last night against Toronto. And the thing about Maxi that I was already in on, already liking, was that they were giving him time and trust, the Sixers were, as a starter. You know, hey, Ben Simmons is out. Well, he's kind of showing we don't need Ben Simmons. We actually have a guy who can make outside shots and make free throws. And the impressive thing about Maxi for a young dude is his percentages have been solid. Some guys are young. They just got to they gotta shoot and shoot and shoot till they start to get it, right? Until their bodies, their minds, their game adjusts to the NBA pressure or the NBA distances. I don't know what it is. Younger players, and Cole Anthony was here last year. They shoot a lot and they have low shooting percentages. And I shouldn't just limit it to younger players. Look what Dame Lillard has been like this year and Russell Westbrook's always been like. But some players that are good shooter scorers, they, they take some time. That's why it's hard to be patient with Nikhil Alexander-Walker because dude just shoots and shoots and shoots. Well, eventually, if a team believes in you and you show improvement in your percentages, you're going to stay in that role, number one. And number two, you're going to produce. You're going to score. Jordan Poole's doing that too. But the thing about Maxi is he, he already came with good shooting percentages built in. For some reason, he makes smart decisions on the court. He's an excellent free throw shooter. And he was already averaging 15 a game, 14, 15 a game with decent percentages. It's sort of like Darius Garland, where you're like, man, there's going to be nights where the team says, Darius, go get a bucket. Darius, go get 10 buckets. Colin Sexton's out. Go score. Well, the Sixers have had to say that to Maxi. Hey, uh, we're down Ben Simmons. We're down Tobias Harris. We're down Joel Embiid. Dude, shoot the rock. And uh, young kids, young players often have the role of deferring to the stars or to the veterans around them. But eventually they become one of those. And eventually there are moments where they can step up. You see John Morant did that from day one, right? Tyrese Maxey, people, is hot. He's a buy. I love him. I wouldn't overpay. I think there are still dealers and sellers and friends of yours that don't realize how good he's going to be long-term. And they don't think, oh, those two good games he had, you're just an impulse buyer. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Yes. Not because of two good games, but because of the percentages, the role, how young he is, and how composed he is. I just talked about Jokic, Jokic, Jokic losing his cool in in the heat of the moment. It's impressive when a young kid has the weight of a team or a city on his shoulders and he puts up 31 and 33 and has that kind of composure and maturity. I'm not saying Maxi is the next Steph Curry. I'm not saying anything predictable about his future. I'm saying he's trending up. Tyrese Maxi, yes, is who's hot. Who's not? Hey, sometimes it's, we notice players that used to be so hot and so popular and so great that just right now their perception, their performance, the, the potential in them, it's, it's, it's hard to see any of that right now, Zion. It is hard to see with the mess in New Orleans and, and all just all the suck. It is hard to see a good year for Zion Williamson right now. So he would have been an easy cheap shot for me to say he's not. Uh, but I'm going to I'm going to like sidestep that. I'm going to pivot cuz we in this in today's economy you need to pivot. 
Not going to go there. Zion would have been too easy. Sorry. You're, you're not even not enough to be not today. You, I, Yeah. I'm going with lottery teams. Cards of players on lottery teams that they're just doing it again. And I'm not saying they're tanking again. I'm saying, dang, it is not time to buy or think about or get excited about any of them. Houston Rockets, ew. Gross. Detroit Pistons, ew. And both teams have players with potential. Like, I love when Jeremy Grant goes off for 35. I love seeing Cade Cunningham have a nice night. Sadiq Bey making more shots than he misses once in a while. Like, Detroit has some young players, but they bad. They are so, and they are so bad. And this, if you're from Detroit, it's not, and you, maybe you feel it, you're, you're more frustrated than I am. It's going to take some time, and these teams, re, they, their approach must be, look, we're going to need a pick in the top five, like five years in a row to be good. Well, so they're not spending money on free agents, and if they did, people wouldn't want to come there. Like, I'm saying that affects the card values of players like Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bey, Cade Cunningham. Not excited about any of those Pistons. I was trying to be excited about the Rockets and Christian Wood. What are you doing, dude? Kevin Porter Jr., what are you doing? I'm watching Tyrese Maxey, like, just destroy the idea of uh, my Kevin Porter collection. <laughs> like, other players are are outperforming. Like, Jalen Green, it's like, ooh, he had all, all, look at that big highlight dunk. Look at that, like, dude, <laughs> it's a project, right? It's a process. And these teams might finish with 10 or 12 or 15 wins. All that's All that means that as we go through the next six months of new releases and you've got, ooh, Cade Cunningham, Prism Silver, and ooh, they made a net marvels of Jalen Green, and ooh, all these emergence of young players. Well, I'm not buying into Alper and Shangun right now. I'm not buying Rockets, Pistons. I could say some of the same things about Orlando and Jalen Suggs. You know, there are other young teams where the rookies and the, the, what do you call it? The lottery teams that picked, they are playing well. Cleveland, Toronto, they're teams that are playing better. But OKC, oh, they have nights where they show up and it's it's like awesome to see SGA and Lou Dort getting his. Like there, there are some young teams that are playing with, um, what's the thing called? Attitude, heart, they're winning. They have some veteran leadership. And they have a coach that's unleashing them, and they're they're just taking full advantage of it. Now, right now, I just say I'm avoiding, you know, paying top dollar for Detroit Pistons, for Orlando Magic, for Houston Rockets. I, I just am. And the teams that are falling way down in the standings, the reason I'm saying that, you guys, is that that maybe in the offseason or maybe when they're eliminated from the playoffs mathematically, maybe that's the time to buy. But right now, you're going to see a lot of new releases, a lot of money spent on guys that aren't going to do jack in the playoffs for at least a year, two, three, four, five years. And those values, just like Zion's, will go way up for a while and come way back down. They just will. So maybe at that time, I'll say it's time to buy Cade Cunningham or it's time to look at some Jalen Suggs rookies. But for now, if I had to say who's hot of rookies with potential on teams that are playing decently, at least. 
I'd be thinking Scotty Barnes. I would be looking at, of course, Evan Mobley, who is my rookie of the year. And he looks like Anthony Davis. It's a compliment to AD. I I think he's just incredible. Chris Duarte has been impressive. I'm not sure if I said his name right. Josh Giddy. I feel just real happy when I say his name. Josh Giddy is when you see players that are doing a variety of things, assists, rebounds, steals, blocks, you know, helping their teams out in multiple ways. That's what I'm saying. They are the, the, the players on just teams that are tanking again, whether they're trying to or it's just happening. Those are not, not the players I'm looking at right now. Well, everybody, that'll do it for another episode of Hoops and Cards with who's hot and who's not. Love to hear who you think is hot and not. Feel free to anytime message me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, Hoops and Cards podcast at gmail.com. 11 games in the NBA tonight. Pretty exciting action. A couple of them are on ESPN. So you may want to tune in if you if you have the chance to the Bulls and Warriors, two of the hottest teams in the league tonight. It'll be interesting to see if Steph continues his dominance. And then the late game, the T-Wolves and the Lakers. Lakers have been playing a lot better. Russ looks like Russ, but it would not surprise me if we see another outburst from Anthony Edwards wanting to show off his uh, talents on the huge stage of L.A. So, I, yeah, I'm, I am doing a fantasy basketball league, league but not, <laughs> not daily fantasy, if you know what I'm saying. Anyhow, it's been great being with you here, Hoops and Cards. Like I said, you are always invited. Maybe today is your day to join Hoops Plus. Just check the show notes or go to Hoops and Cards. Excuse me. Go to anchor.fm forward slash Hoops and Cards forward slash subscribe. Join us. Let's go. Hold on to your butts.